Like many of you, we battled depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. And now, the When Words Fail Music Speaks interview. Michigan-based experimental metal band Sleepwaker is set to release their sophomore album and UNFD debut Alias on July 23rd. Alias follows Sleepwaker's first full-length release, 2018's Don't Look at the Moon, and their 2017 EP Lost in Dreams. Featuring the already released tracks Distance and 110 Minutes, Alias is more daring with his combination of melodic experimentation and Sleepwaker's heavy sound. It is a thought-provoking album that asks listeners to examine who we are, how we quantify our reality, and what it means to be alive. It furthers Sleepwaker's exploration of blending personal realities and concepts based on sleep. Think about it as the band dropping into the deeper and grittier rim phase of sleep. We have the opportunity to talk with one of the band members, the drummer, Frankie Mish of Sleepwaker. Hey, Frankie, how are you doing? Doing pretty good. How about you? Good, good. Did I pronounce your last name right? Is it Mish? Yeah, Mish. Okay, Mish. Oh, cool. And uh, one more question about pronunciation. Your new record is Alias, correct? Yeah, Alias. Nice. I hope, because with me, when I look at a word, I'm like, okay, that's good. That can be pronounced two ways or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm never sure what, you know, how to pronounce it. So thank you for... Uh, for uh, uh, telling me I'm right on both of those um, uh, things. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So how, how are you doing, man? Because um, I know we're just getting out of the uh, the COVID stuff. So how has everything been treating you? Pretty good. Uh, the COVID stuff wasn't so bad. I was I'm I'm a graphic designer. So before COVID, uh, I was working on a, a marketing team, and I was allowed to work from home when I needed and stuff like that too. Right. So. Uh, once COVID hit, it things just didn't really change too much. I just wasn't going into the offices as much. And uh, we got to kind of sit back and record an, a full album and just kind of focus on that. And uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty nice to uh, have everyone available. Because usually when you're on tour, that's around each other. And you go to the studio and some people have to step away. Some people can't be there because jobs or... You've got um, yeah, you've got like relationships, other people, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah something going so, on, right? yeah, yeah. So it's it's nice to have that kind of free time where everyone's everyone had a tour plan for like a month, and then obviously we weren't going on it, so it was like, okay, well, everyone's got the month off, like, <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so 
when I was looking at your Instagram, um, at a sleepy underscore drummer for people who want to follow you mm-hmm. on Instagram, um, like like I mentioned before, you you are you are a graphic designer, and yeah. uh, you work for a company called um, it, uh, Event Tide Design. Is that correct? Yeah, Even Tide. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, so that that was that's my freelance project actually. But. Okay. Yeah, so what so so what so what kind of graphics do you create? Like like t-shirt graphics or like computer stuff or Yeah, yeah, all all of the above really. Okay. Uh all all the artwork you've seen for Sleepwaker, uh I believe almost nearly everything, give or take like one or two little things here and there. Yeah. Uh was was uh was done by me, but nice. otherwise um recently we just hired some good friends uh to work on merch designs for us for our, our pre-orders right and uh they were they were incredible to work with and i think we're gonna we're gonna start doing that more now that we're now that we're on our feet and everything we want right. to we want to start branching out and working with more people on nice. art yeah. but yeah and that gives you some um some lead way to do what you have to do because if you focus on on one thing all the time you don't have time for the other so it so it works yeah. out you know um getting a, a um help you know to help you design yeah yeah they might have Absolutely. ideas that you never thought of before, you know. Yep, that's exactly why we wanted to do yeah. it for sure. Yeah, we had uh, we had some people come in too, and we were doing our logo rebirth uh, uh, to to actually uh, this guy. Uh, we had some people come in and help us uh, put together some some ideas, and I sent over all of my ideas as like Illustrator files, and had them kind of pick through it and. See, we had I think two two friends, two designer friends that that we had uh, look over stuff, and uh, yeah, it was it was really nice. We got to kind of get perspective and make sure we were going in the right direction and their input. So right. So uh, as a as a designer and and a creator of of, of such art that you create, um, do you find to use Illustrator a lot, or do you use Photoshop like like half of the time when whenever you're doing? Oh yeah. Stuff? Which uh, which uh, is better? For I'm you? I'm always I'm always using Photoshop mostly. Uh, no matter what, if I'm doing any project, uh-huh. unless it's something that requires Illustrator, right. uh, I end <laughs> up opening Photoshop and putting stuff into there. Um, but then like there are some projects where pretty much everything is finalized in Photoshop, and then I bring it back into Illustrator if people need certain file types and things like that. So nice, nice. Yeah. So. Um, another thing that I like to do with my guests sometimes is ask them uh, which band, out of the, the two, the two bands I'm going to give for you today, which band would you listen to right now? Not which one's better, because I don't think anybody's yeah. better than the other band, you know. So yeah, I mean, oh, it's yeah, all yeah, it's absolutely. all good stuff. So I mean, uh, if you're not making music, I think that's the worst thing you can do is not make music, you know, or not do mm-hmm. anything with your life, you know. So if you're doing something mm-hmm. with your life, you're you know. You're on top of the world, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. Honestly, that's kind of what what art is for me. Like when, like you were saying, when when I'm doing like when we're writing the music and everything for the band, that's usually when I'm I want people to kind of step in and handle that that yeah. art and stuff. And then right. when we're done, that's when I can yeah go in. Yeah, lay back and, t- and take it easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, absolutely. Uh, okay, so out of these two bands, uh, which one would you prefer to listen to right now? Um, Wage mm-hmm. War or Kill Switch Engage? Wage war. Okay. I was talking to my roommate about this actually. I never got on the Kill Switch cha- train. Really? I, Howard Jones is an incredible vocalist, and that band um, is great. But yeah. it just was—it was before my time, really. Right. Like I, I was, I was uh, more around like uh, for the fallen dreams, like Moss to Flames kind of era. 
not so much kill switch, right. but uh, to this day, I have a uh, a love and well, I, I I I personally love kill switch games uh, to the extent where I do love both singers Jesse and Howard. Um, mm-hmm. I do think Howard has the better growls, growl vocal, growling mm-hmm. voice, and I do love Jesse's clean vocals. So you kind of get the best of both worlds, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. You know, like I said, nobody's better than the other. It's just the way you, the way you perceive yeah. things, and you know, I mean, it's all good stuff, you know. So okay, yeah, okay. So here's the hardest one that 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 I can ever think of, really. <laughs> well, one of the two other hardest things. Uh, so Deftones or Incubus? Oh, Deftones for sure. Deftones, I mean, yeah, I dude. love Deftones. Yeah. Deftones is incredible. Koino Yokin, uh, was it? Was it? One of my favorite albums, uh, or well, sorry, I I really really liked, um, uh, Saturday Night Wrist. Yes, that's the one I, I used yes. to listen to all the time that my dad showed me, and then eventually, um, uh, when when Diamond Eyes came out, that's around when I was like really hitting my peak of listening to them. And then, yeah, I never really, I never really got into Diamond Eyes. I like Saturday Night Night Wrist. And I love, yeah. I love, I love uh, White Pony so much so that I yeah. that I just got the deluxe edition with the four vinyls. In uh, it, you know. Yeah, yeah. They have that at, at a local record store. My my girlfriend's huge in vinyl collecting, and yes, I am too. We uh, we went over. Yeah, yeah, we went over there, and uh, it was there's that huge package of uh, all the four CDs. It was it was crazy. It was really right. cool. Yeah. And last but not least, this is the uh, ultimate one. Um, Metallica mm-hmm. or Megadeth? They're always, I mean, that's like an ongoing, ongoing gimmick, you know, <laughs> thinking it's like, which one do you like, Metallica or Megadeth? Um, yeah. I personally like, like Megadeth, um, because of the, uh, because the way that they make their albums, they're, they're more consistent, you know, we have, you, know, mm-hmm. you had Metallica coming out with, with Black Album, and then you had Blowed and Reload, which was fantastic. And then you mm-hmm. had Saiyan Anger and Lulu. It just didn't then go go along with anything Metallica did in the past. Yeah, yeah. So my, I, I'll be honest. I'm not the biggest fan of either band, but I know more Metallica songs. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think it's Metallica. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, because so, yeah, I'm I'm actually picking up the the uh, they're they're really releasing the the 30th anniversary edition <laughs> of the Black Album. So oh, had, nice! Yeah, so yeah, had, so that's really to, cool. That's I had really to pre-order cool. that. Yeah, hell yeah! So uh, it's crazy to think that's only been thirty years. I know it, 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 record, it feels yeah. longer, you know, because yeah, because I'm, I'm forty-one. So oh, okay, like, yeah, my God, yeah. It's, it's always horrible. It makes me feel old, you know. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, when you were growing up, did you grow up in you know, like a musical home? Uh, like, mm-hmm. did, did, were your parents musicians, or did they just play music like all over now? If if you did grow up in a to go home. Yeah, absolutely. My my dad plays uh tons of instruments. Um he uh he was in a Celtic marching band for a while oh, yeah. and uh he used to be in punk bands when he was younger and all these other things. Plays bagpipes, he plays the flute, uh drums. That's his that's his main is playing drums. But yeah, he also knows how to play guitar, bass, everything else. So I've I've kind of had a background growing up and our our living room used to have a massive uh, baby grand piano in it from oh, there's yeah. a hand me down from my mom's my mom's great grandma or something like that that we we just happened to get for free right. and uh 
it was like the nicest thing in in our house. It was yeah. this like really small house, and then this crazy big old nice piano. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, uh, since your main, since your dad's main instrument was the drum kit, did did he got you? Did he get you interested in it, or did you like? Oh, okay. Well, well, hey, Dad, can you teach me something? And just, yeah, it, it was it was kind of just um. Like he, he just told me like, yeah, you can play it whenever you want, if you want to. And didn't really like push me to it or anything like that. But uh, there'd be times where I was just like a little kid that wanted to like get out all his energy. Yeah, <laughs> so right? I got and like yeah. hit the drums and everything. And yeah, it was really yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, I, I like I we didn't really ha- sit down and have too many lessons, but he definitely taught me like the first time I, I played like a full song through and learned like the specific parts to that kind of song right. uh, was uh, was with him and he was playing guitar and everything. But but yeah, it was it was pretty uh, started from uh, that, yeah. pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I figured that drums is, is the most, I guess, stress relieving instrument you could play because <laughs> you're, you're, you're actually beating on something and you're, when you get yeah. anger out, you know. And yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. So I guess when you had had the bad day at school, you came home and took out on drums, which is good, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I most. I mean, I was before I could even like reach the pedals. So yeah. I was like, yeah, swinging around, hitting things. But. Right. Yeah. And and I also I I commend him from not forcing you to play and and just uh, picking it up on your own because when you're forced to do something you're more likely never to do it again you know yeah i Um, will say the one thing i wish i wish i did was piano lessons i kind of wish my parents were a little strict on like giving me piano lessons or something because personally i'm not the type of personality to be like yeah i need uh i i need help with piano i'm gonna go out and do do like regimented structured lessons here 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 and here right like it, it, it's always nicer when my when my parents were like, "All right, you got to do this. Like, it's time to do this." <laughs> <Right>. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. I I uh I definitely appreciated that because it it definitely made me appreciate music more yeah, in general. Yeah, and yeah, and my dad would like play music and uh like he played Toxicity by System of a Down that album. Right. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah. I was like, uh, in the in the car while we were driving, and I was like, "This is really good." And he was like, oh, "Okay, I'll play it more." Like. He was like, yeah. like he would encourage it for sure, oh, and yeah. I could tell that he really wanted me to be musical. But, nice. but yeah, it was it was it was nice to have it kind of come naturally rather than out of my own interest, rather cool. than you know. So, um, so when you first bought your first drum kit, uh, what mm-hmm. what was the what what brand was it? It was a, a Mapex Mars series, <laughs> uh, but the the one that I used my whole life before that was my dad's. Uh, Slingerlin, um, cherry red tiger stripe, like really nice old vintage drum kit. Right. And uh, uh, so I, when I when I got a new drum kit, I, I wanted it to kind of sound like that. So I got same shell length or same, uh, uh, sorry, same shell make, uh, which I believe was was birch, like the 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 Mapex. Right. Um, and then. Uh, uh, I got the I, I used the same snare as him for a while. Uh, like I went out and found his old vintage one that he he used, and then yeah, I uh, now I use a Tama um, 
uh, SLP Black Steel. But, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Awesome. All right. So about the band, uh, Sleep Waker, um, mm-hmm. were, were you one of, the, one of the founding members for this band or did you come in a, a little bit after this or, or were, were you one the ones that started it? Yeah. Yeah. It was me and Hunter that started it. Well, I mean, technically I, I was with another band okay. and then, uh, we, while I was in that band, uh, we were, I was, I was writing the, the stuff that would become lost in dreams. Okay. Um, and then Hunter and I had known each other since we were like, I was 12. He would have been like 14. <laughs> right. And uh, eventually I was like, I, I was think I was 15 when the, I was in that other band. And then eventually they started like slowly breaking up mm. and I had the, the material written for lost in dreams. Um, and they didn't really want to use it, which was a good thing because the band name was horrible. But, oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we, we ended up kind of like, uh, I, I took the guitarist of that band and um uh, we had like a couple people fill like try out for vocals and stuff before because we weren't sure if hunter wanted to be like right. a, a part of the band um and then eventually just kind of fell in that hunter hunter was the guy like he he was playing guitar at the time in another band so we had him kind of come in and and he was like, you know, why don't I just do vocals? So, <laughs> yeah, he, he's, great, he's like the best vocalist like, out of all. Yeah, yeah he all. has a strong voice. Dude. He's a, it's mm. an incredible voice. I love it. Um, so with your dad being in like punk bands and, and you grew, grew, growing up in a, um, in a well-eclectic um, uh, music house, um, mm-hmm. what was the main thing that drew you to metal to make you want to start a metal band? I mean, what was? Uh, I mean, my my dad, like I was saying, my dad used to play a ton of Deftones and right. System of a Down for sure. Uh, but um, it was also just uh, well, I, I was I really liked Corn. I I was a huge fan of of that because my dad my dad loves vocal style, so right. he would do the 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 beatboxing that Jonathan Davis does <laughs> yeah. in Corn. Yeah, he so. would he would like yeah like do it all the time and. And it just kind of like the songs grew on me as I was growing up. And I, I really loved that style. And um, I got really into like uh, punk, pop punk kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, I can't call it really punk because people get mad at me. But like <laughs> uh, Bowling for Soup and like Green Day, that yeah, kind of stuff. Like the yeah, punk, punk rock more so. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, for some reason, the way that Jonathan that he was listening to Beatbox really... Really bothered me for some reason. I'm not sure why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he has like a different style. Yeah, style. yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah. a very, very weird style of beatboxing, but it works. It works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? absolutely. So, um, so yeah, I, I just kind of like eventually scaled up from there. Uh, my first concert was a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert, nice. but yeah. uh, and but two weeks after that that show, I got to see uh the, I think it was the the all-star tour or something like that, but it was the grand rapids one. So it was like for the fallen dreams, uh, I see stars, uh, like Mazda flames yeah. and like another, another band from Sweden. The one that Andy or black, the one that the Dennis Afrodov, the guy from make famous to make me famous. Oh, okay. I saw them. okay. Yeah. There were a few other like local bands and stuff playing. It was a huge bill, so I got to see like a lot of bands, right? a large, a lot of a lot of uh, like metalcore acts and everything around that, that time. It sounds like a festival. Did was it a festival or was yeah. it just one big big old show? 
it was one really big show. It was okay. like kind of like the summer slaughter, how that happens, where it's like a ton of bands and they just all kind of tour around. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's always cool to see. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, uh, can you tell me the first time uh, that you heard any kind of music, and what was your first metal album that you remember? Yeah, I mean that would have had to be, uh, um, oh man, I'm I'm blanking on the 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 cover art, but it, it would have had to be the the corn album. Corn, okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah the it, one uh, with Freak on a Leash on it. Oh, uh, oh, that was the one with the little girl on the cliff. Right? Yes, yeah, 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 but I can't yeah. remember the name. Not Untouchables, the the other one, but uh, and I I loved uh the song when i was younger i just liked the way it sounded but uh twisted transistor i was i was huge on that song right. by corn but i think that was a single i believe let me look it up because you got me you yeah <laughs> down in my ability now because i'm because because see what, what what okay so music is so vast you know and so yeah plus we're all you you can't really okay so it's uh it's gotta be follow the leader Follow the leader. Right, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one with girl. Yep. Yeah, I I can see the art and the, yeah. the text down below now. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, that was that was one of the first metal albums I listened to. Uh, that and I think my my cousin showed me like Alice in Chains or something like that, but I wasn't really that. Uh. Yeah, I think that that's probably it. It's just the corn one. Corn. Um, and then uh, after that, it was it was. Uh, Saturday Night Wrist and um, yeah, from uh, the Deftones, yeah. uh, Tox- Toxicity. Those were the big three for me back right. in the day. They're all great albums, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, when, when I was looking at your own personal uh, Instagram at sleepy mm-hmm. underscore drummer um, for anybody who wants to follow him too, um, uh, it said that uh, construction going on in the studio uh, that made mm. me think that y'all y'all created your own studio instead of going elsewhere to actually rent out the studio and. Am oh, I, okay. yeah, yeah. Am I right? I mean, did you? Make no, um, okay? uh, kind of. So I I live with our producer Lee Albrecht. Uh, he he used to run out of his his old house. Um, it was like a smaller uh area, like a a home setup basically. Okay. And then uh, at this new house that he, he got, it's it's like the whole basement is dedicated to the studio. And like there's like a, a room where bands sleep and stay over and then like a workout area and everything. And then uh, above our garage, we created a second studio because I've been working uh, with him on like recording vocals for bands and recording drums. I, I'm going to be kind of like the drum tech. Right. Almost. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah, he works with bands like Hollow Front and uh, a couple other a couple other places and are uh, people. So we're trying to like kind of, or he's trying to scale up a right. little bit more yeah. and and build out a, a more like collaborative working environment. So like he could have vocals going on downstairs while vocals are going on up, like singing downstairs, screaming upstairs, drums upstairs, and then this downstairs. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, we we've just got like. A super messy garage with a ton of construction materials and uh, a really nice looking studio above, and then a crowded practice now. But, whatever, whatever yeah, gets done, you know. I mean, yeah, whatever. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, it's looking really cool. We that's why I'm I'm using this mic instead of a, a better because <laughs> uh, we we were, we were tracking drums, and uh, I don't want to I don't want to tear tear anything down or move anything before right. yeah, yeah. But that's awesome. Uh, so since you are like right there at the studio, 
Um, mm-hmm. Has there been times when you just think of an idea like, oh, I got to go record this now? Let's go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have I have like a studio set up at my desk. Um, he has his whole studio set up downstairs, and then we also have the one upstairs now. And uh, whenever he's not using the one downstairs, I try and I try and sneak in and do some stuff. I've definitely uh, I've been messing around with like. Um, the, uh, with the, the new album, I've been kind of messing around with like ideas for reimagined kind of stuff, things that we probably never see the light of day ever. Yeah, but it's uh, but it's like it's free to do. It's nice. It's yeah. kind of fun, and like I can just yeah play around use with that it, space yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Play, yeah. Play around that I, I have I have the studio space at my desk too, so I can always just kind of demo things out real really scratch and then right, yeah. take it downstairs. So three albums and three singles. Uh, so far, right? Um, yes. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. Three. 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 three? Okay. Yeah. Because that's what I saw on, on your Apple Music. I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good track listing. Um. So out of everything, uh, Sleep Waker has released. Uh, which mm-hmm. album or single was the fa- was your favorite favorite to record, and which was not fun? Uh the the album specifically or or Albums songs or single, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anything. Um. I don't think any of them weren't fun. Okay. Uh, there were some stressful thing. points when we were trying to like kind of find the the sound of the band, and we there were like some like disagreements, but nothing like crazy. Just like, want to do that? Do we want to do that? Like, is this part getting heavier, or is it staying the same, or is it getting lighter, or whatever? Right. Um. But uh, yeah, I think I think for the most part, it's pretty uh pretty fun this one was probably the best just because we had all that time and we got to kind of sit back and like relax instead of stressing out about okay when is this coming out and like uh uh, how good is it right now versus like we can do this right now and then you know what if it if it comes to it i I live here like i can just walk downstairs when there isn't a band (laughs) in recording and demo some stuff and like lee and i can work on things and he can help like mix and make things sound better. And if I'm, I'm stumped and I want something to sound like X, he can come down there and be like, Oh, here's how you do it. So, and, uh, yeah, co- I, and, and, uh, and COVID probably helped you all too in the long run, because when you're just at home sitting around, you're like, okay, well, yeah. maybe, well, let me go downstairs and see if this sounds right. And I can kind of like tweak it and, and, you know, get it to, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We got to, we got to do that a lot. Uh, I got to do like, uh, I think we we did about seven songs in in I think like it was a, a two week period or something, and then we kind of sat back and we scrapped one of them, and then went back in and started working on four more, and uh, got those done within. I mean, it wasn't like constant working or anything. It was like two week period, and then a break, and then a couple uh, or like another week here and there, and uh, those those were like two months roughly right. like we spent the first month that we were supposed to be on tour recording so yeah cool and that was just in the free time lee had so <laughs> right yeah that's always a good thing you know um yeah. so me okay so i love youtube right and i and mm-hmm. i while I was researching you um uh, I, I found your youtube page it's uh for anybody who wants to listen to it it's uh youtube.com uh forward slash sleep waker um but uh i saw a a um uh, watching you uh, play a drum through of the song "Hell," which is on the band, which is on your album "Don't Look in the Moon." Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, so it, it confuses me because I'm not sure if you play crosshead or or open hand. 
Because on one, oh. one, one, out, one video drum playthrough, it looks like you're playing crosshand, but then on the other one, it looks like you're playing freehand. So, do you play mm-hmm. do you play crosshand or freehand? But um, I, the majority. I play I play freehand majority, okay. but yeah. uh, but yeah, there's sometimes where I I change little things up. For the most part, it's it's uh, yeah, it's pretty. I, uh, pretty free. I feel like that would be the better way to play drums because instead of playing crosshand, you gotta come out of the and come out of the roll and you know. It, mm-hmm. I guess it'll be easier for for, for you, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely, absolutely. Nice, nice. Uh, so on July twenty third, uh, the new album for Sleepwalker is is um Alias. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. How long did it take you to complete this album uh, during the COVID, or did you like not focus on the release that you just made sure it wants to be done right? Yeah, it was pretty much making sure we wanted it to be, to be done right. Um, obviously, there were points where we'd have work on it this time, we can't work on it this time, like blah blah blah. So it took about it, it was about from uh, it was a six month ish process. We ended around like the full album was done around. Right, August September, and we started around March. Like we started on March twenty third, I think, and then of twenty twenty, and then the album was done sometime in September, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like like fully, fully done. It was it was like could have released it aside from some like edits and changes and things that we we wanted right. like fixed uh, or tracked uh, around probably like June July, yeah. but like. Then we went back in and we, like I said, we scrapped a couple, a couple songs. So we were, we were like, we have a nine song album or yeah, we cra- scrapped a couple. So we had nine songs and then we we're like, okay, let's write another one. And then we sat down and wrote one and, um, uh, in the studio. And then we had a couple other things that we were just kind of, uh, going back and forth on and also just artwork and design and yeah. finalizing vocals, making sure we had the best vocal takes rather than just like, that was a good vocal take and that's what we got in the set time that we tracked. So, yeah. Um, for the most part, a lot of the vocals on this album, I'd say around like six or seven songs are tracked by me on vocals in the studio. And then okay. like Lee, our, our producer was just kind of hovering around, like going, getting groceries or whatever. And <laughs> we yeah. were, uh, we were tracking and then he'd come back and kind of like make sure it was the, the, the quality we needed. But, um, but yeah, it was, it was pretty pretty fun, kind of easy, and you got what you wanted out of it rather than having someone, you know, come in right. and uh, well, go like, "All right, record. You have this long, and you're done." So right, yeah, that's what, that's what many many uh, companies are doing nowadays, and that's why many people are going to independent labels. You know, you know, because mm-hmm. they don't yeah, count and everything. So I uh, completely understand that. Um, so. So I so I guess this album was 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 recorded so was smoothly. Y'all, y'all didn't have enough. I have any have any major stress parts on it? No, no, not really. There were some some points where it was like, uh, uh we got to get like this thing done or this thing done, and like just making sure Lee's schedule matched up with like our members' schedule needed to be there at time. Um, but no, this was this was probably the best. Uh, don't look at the or yeah, don't look at the moon was probably the most stressful out of all of them. But it was a lot of fun. Right, I, I really enjoyed doing that album. So 
Nice. And stress can make things more interesting anyway. So they can, because when you're stressful, we'd be like, okay, I got to make it perfect. I got to, you know, yeah, yeah, you, yeah you, absolutely. You find you're, you're really a perfectionist when you want to actually release the, uh, you know, and stress builds on that too. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so for our listeners right now, um, if you pre-order the, if you pre-download the album on Apple Music and I think Spotify, uh, you'll be mm-hmm. able to listen to songs Skin, Melatonin, 110 Minutes, and Distance. Uh, yeah. For those songs that I just listed out right now, which 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 one of those songs are your absolute favorite to play or or to write? Play uh, definitely Distance. That's Distance. probably one of my favorite songs off this album. Yeah, yeah I, I love that one. Uh, Skin. Uh, Skin was a real a lot of fun to write. I think because it was like the lyrics and the uh, the the sound of it is is kind of different for what we used to do in Sleep Waker, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like the the changing point. Because yeah, we did that one in Melatonin at the same time, yeah. and uh, like two years before we recorded this one, like yeah. a couple months after recording "Don't Look at the Moon," and it just completely changed our sound and right. made us like kind of uh, reevaluate all the the stuff we wanted to do with the band, which was really cool. Nice, nice. Yeah, my my favorite song off the album so far. You know, the mm-hmm. album's not actually actually on here. Um, I got I gotta wait for July twenty third, right? And that's, that, yeah. that's that's one thing that I don't like about the music industry is sometimes they make you wait, you know, longer than you wanted to, you know. But uh, my favorite is 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 melatonin, and that's mm. a fun video to watch. Um, oh yeah, thank you. Um, recording the video, um, did did you come in with the idea of, of that video, or did 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 the director kind of kind of uh, have some ideas? Yeah, so we actually shot and directed that video ourselves. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> our, our guitarist, yeah, our yeah. guitarist Jason uh, did most of that uh, w- with me. I, I was I was kind of directing, um, but we we used the the area place we used was uh, the same as our the same office as our videographer Ned Ingalls, and he helped us with relief that music video. Uh, he helped to shoot the bitter music video and um, uh, distance too. He was he was the guy behind distance, but but that one we with distance too. We had a lot of input and we kind of like sat on the phone for a couple hours brainstorming things we wanted to do and cool ideas and like this big story and how everything should connect and yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. So so where did the name Sleep Waker come from? Because. Um, the, the, the email blast I got, the, the little, the little thing said that, um, that y'all were watching movies like Twin Peaks and Matrix and kind of a, kind of like mm. a sleep dream kind of movies. And you've got the name of that. Is that true? Or, or like, or, oh, or yeah. kind of do- it, it, it was a little different. We, that one, the name of the band came more from, um, just my personal experience with, uh, insomnia and sleep paralysis and, uh, um, and dreams too. Like I, I thought it was a really interesting concept and I was having kind of crazy dreams when I was younger. Yeah. Uh, and I thought it'd be really, really cool to have a full band like conceptualized around sleep and sorry. Uh, and like dream logic. Um, so I, I kind of figured sleepwalker not the best name. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they're like hundreds of bands named Sleepwalker. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but Sleepwalker kind of kind of uh, even fits the the style more. Like we, we're talking about things that are like 
insomnia. So this is not necessarily sleep related, right. like the lack of sleep more, uh, yeah. more than anything else. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like that effect on people and then there's sleep paralysis. So that's obviously talking about like waking from sleep and having some sort of like uh, um, hallucination or nightmare uh, feeling like you're awake and also just, you know, lucid dreaming. I think that's a really cool concept too. And yeah. at, at the time I was like 15 uh, when I came up with the name and it was, it was just something, something cool yeah. I, that I really liked that fit the concept that I, I wanted to like, uh get get across and yeah i think a, a lot of the times in my life i i try to assign more than one meaning to something or like find as many possible or like or choose something and then try to find as many possible like attachments to like oh it'd be cool if it also meant this like right. that, yeah, yeah yeah that's awesome that's awesome uh so so if you were able to give a synopsis about what this album is about and what it's not like you know to anybody who's who's who wants to hear your band for the first time? How would you uh, describe this new album, Elias? Yeah, so it's it's a I would say it's a heavy album that focuses on heavier topics like what it means to be alive, what it means to be human. Uh, it's focused a lot on identity, and uh, it also focuses a lot on what it means to change as well. Uh, our the, the title track alias uh, was very was inspired by uh, Ghost in the Shell, okay. um, and uh, it talks a lot about how uh, how people can struggle with who they are and uh, uh, what their life means and why they're here. Um, and I think I think that that movie the the nineteen ninety movie really really poses an interesting question and a lot of interesting uh, um, uh, topics to to that. So the the theme of that was kind of the driving force behind the lyrics that I wrote and Blade Runner also uh, the the whole replicant kind of idea and uh, uh, knowing whether or not you are human and what that means. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a pretty overall, uh, existential album. Uh, it's not so much like getting angry at something and making loud music cause you're angry. It's more like, uh, something that we wanted something that kind of followed the heaviness of what we were talking about. Um, especially cause our list wrote, wrote most of his songs, uh, that he, he wrote lyrics for. Uh, he focused on the the topics of change your identity changing through loss. Okay. Like yeah. a major event happens in your life or some form of trauma, and you end up you end up kind of you go into it being one person, and then this thing happens, and it kind of just changes who you are. It changes your perspective on life and uh, your your uh, your reality. So I think I think it's it's a really cool way to kind of tie it back into this like sci-fi kind of style, which is I've always been huge on. I've I've loved Blade Runner since I was young. Yeah, Star Blade Wars Runner, is huge yeah, for me. Yeah, and, Star Wars is my favorite. favorite oh yeah, about, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the old the old eighties Blade Runner was 
so cool. I, I loved watching that. Yeah. And when the new one came out, that's that's kind of what what sparked my uh, my interest in doing something something like this for the album again. Uh, that and with the new Matrix that was planned to come out. Um, that's coming out in this year, right? Matrix yeah, 4. I think it's. I think it was moved to December. Uh, it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was supposed. I think I remember something about how John Wick Four and the Matrix up, Four were supposed to be coming out as like a double feature. Like the same day. Yeah, yeah. He goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they they, they changed that. I think the Matrix is set for. Uh, John, I, th- I think no. I think the Matrix is set is set for later this year, and John Wick Four was moved even further. I believe I could be wrong, but I love John Wick, man. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> John Wick's a movies. bad, bad dude, you know. So yeah. Sorry, <laughs> right, because uh, okay, so we got one more, one more question for you, and then we'll we'll uh, let you go. Uh, mm-hmm. As as you know, this podcast is called When Words Fail, Music Speaks. That can't be any further from the truth, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So, is there one song you you can think of right now? Um, and I'm gonna put you on the spot. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah. Um, is there any song that you can think of now where you can listen to it right right now, but you can't tell me how it makes you feel? Like you can't tell your mom. You can't. I mean, it just means so much to you. It's like I I I I I can't. You can't express it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, is there songs that do that for you? Which I don't know are some, but I mean. Am I allowed to open my Spotify real quick? Sure. You can do anything you want to, man. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Uh, Let me... Because I I have... So I've been doing this thing where I create playlists, which I need to post on my Instagram now that I think about it. But I've been making playlists for every month of the year. Oh, nice. uh, And like creating... I I take a lot of photos. So I've been taking photos and editing them and like putting... Or like basically making album art almost for each, (laughs) each month. And uh, um, oh, man, lately I've really, I've really liked listening to "Speak with the Dead" by Foxing. Ooh, okay, I never heard of that band. Um, they're like a, a very kind of shoegaze, calm emo band. That's usually what I like listening yeah. to. Is a very, very calm stuff. I, I I actually don't really listen to that much metal anymore. Okay, um, <laughs> yeah. but. Uh, but yeah, I, I I've been really into that, um, and I think the if it had come out sooner, the uh, All Eyes on Me, uh, the the basically the main single from Bo Burnham's new special, uh, that that song is really, yeah, that that's a that's a solid one. But for now, I'd have to say Speak Dead. It's a huge right. song for nice. Nice. So for it, for our listeners listening in right now, uh, you can go to Sleepwaker at, on Facebook. Um, just type in Sleepwaker Band. On, on mm-hmm. also on Instagram and Sleepwaker Band. Um, if you want to uh, follow Frankie here, uh, go to Sleepy underscore Drummer. Is that like like if that's that's gotta be a part of the the band Sleepy Drummer? I mean that's that's yeah awesome. yeah yeah. That's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, you can also get their merchandise at uh, sleep sleepwakermerch which you just have, you just have shirts on there right now, right? Yeah. Uh, we actually so right now we don't have anything on Sleepwaker merch. Uh, it's all sold out, but oh, okay, we nice. do have pre- the pre order bundles for the album oh, uh, on yeah. the on twenty four hundred. If you search Sleepwaker merch on twenty four hundred, you'll be able to find 
nice. all the pre-order things, and we we ship worldwide from there. So. Nice, nice. And they're yeah. also on Twitter at uh, Sleepwaker Band. Yeah, we we like to we like to kind of mess around on Twitter a little bit and be a little bit more personable, uh, just because it's it's a place that we can kind of <laughs> we like messing around a lot, and uh, it's a place that we can kind of do that online and not have not seem unprofessional right yeah yeah, things just get buried so fast and it's it's nice to kind of have like those little comments of like you know we're we're just we're people too like we're not just this faceless band that's trying to sell you something we like genuinely just enjoy doing this and it's uh uh yeah we're we're artists we like to have fun so there you go go. yeah also i i do find it very uh awesome that you have the slam handle on on all of your uh, social media is like Sleepwaker Band for Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. and Twitter, and yeah, that's that's awesome because I have like very like some. It's like you know when words a podcast, when words a pod, it's like it's not consistent. I I really like your 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 whole setup that you got going on. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, we we have uh, we ran into some trouble uh, earlier in the year with uh, uh, people taking up the other tags and uh um emails and things that we didn't think to grab right uh and emailing our our label saying that they were us trying to get the uh the oh, album no. early <laughs> we had that happen like oh. three times and then we had some people do that on uh instagram handles and everything and uh yeah at this point we're just hoping that at some point we can we can just snag all those up there you go man <laughs> once, once once they've deleted them or something right so. you be when people are smart they can get around through the toughest things you know so yeah, um, yeah. So we uh we thank you so much for coming on and uh and we hope you come back on because uh, I want to talk to you after you you know go go on a tour and you know get that get that feeling the and then come back, back on and normal yeah you're right and then come back on and tell <laughs> us how how it all feels you know so um yeah, yeah absolutely so, yeah so um we thank you once again for coming on and uh, we'll see you next time awesome yeah all thanks right. so much. <laughs>